I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I've written up to day 10, but we're one day behind in the podcast because as you can hear from my voice, I'm congested and sickly. Anyways, welcome back to Not Your Average Joe, the podcast that'll make anyone a little less average. I'm your host, Joe Franco, and today's episode will have this nice congested filter. But you know what? I'm normally kind of a big baby when I'm sick, and I still wrote last night. I just didn't have it in me to record. Today's day nine, and this piece is all about improvising. I'm going to wing the title to stay with the theme, so when I come up with the title, you'll see it in your Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Kill the intro, sis. You know she's not your average show, not your average show. I've become that writer who types mediocre sentences only to delete them a few seconds later. I'm not sure if that means I'm going in the right direction or far from it. Here's a ghastly example. I just deleted, I'm a booger in bed again today. An abomination, I know. But here we go, day nine, trying to grasp a topic interesting enough to write a monologue about and share with the world, hoping both them and I get something out of it. But hey, if this one sucks, there's always tomorrow, right? If the last episode was all about planning, today, I'll lean into the magical powers of improvising. The root of the word improvise comes from Latin improvisus, meaning unforeseen, unexpected. Like me having to clear another day of meetings because my cold came back with a vengeance unexpectedly. I'm not thrilled with another day of lost work and the fact that my food came in a styrofoam container. But while slurping my soup, I started rearranging the days I had planned this week with an on-the-fly attitude that's become synonymous with how I work. When it comes to improv, I'm a pro and literally got hired to host a Netflix show because of the skills I've mastered over the years, reading the invisible lines in a room and reacting to it on the fly. Like most of my positive traits though, these improv skills have somewhat of a dark inception. It began circa first grade, Bethel, Connecticut. I was a fresh immigrant flown in from Rio to start school in a classroom with 20 other American students who had never met a foreigner. There's nothing like walking into a room feeling so completely out of place, you have no choice but to improvise. That was the through line of my childhood. Little brown girl looking like a bean trying to stay afloat in a sea of rice. With my older siblings in different schools, there was no example to model, so I had to make things up as I went. Most kids thought I was shy when, in fact, I could not speak English. That massive weakness turned into one hell of a strength in my language learning, people watching, and mimicking behavior. For survival's sake, I learned their social choreography, their English, and eventually blended in even if I still stuck out. My improv got so good, the lines between them and me have blurred, making me believe I'm a little of everything. And not just in the USA, but all over the world. This discomfort of feeling alone in a crowd morphed into the courage to be one of a kind. Both my mentor and mom call me Butterfly. In their eyes, I went from a furry little awkward caterpillar to a winged creature who never pauses in one place long enough for its beauty to be fully admired. Imagine how much grit caterpillars must have. 
I wonder if they know that in a few short weeks, they'll be some of the most majestic creatures on Earth when, all their lives, they've been glorified worms with better outfits. Then suddenly, one day, they wake up with a massive pair of wings and no longer need to inch their way pathetically around leaves. Instead, they have the power to fly to whichever leaf their heart desires. With a new set of wings, their options to improvise become brand new. I would love to live in the place of a butterfly on its first flight when it realizes, oh damn, how do we work these things? But then, because nature knows best, it just figures it out. Maybe humans are the same. Sometimes we're in a furry caterpillar stage, inching our way so slowly thinking we'll never have the luxury to fly. Then one day everything changes. We get our set of wings, internal of course, that if used with the spirit of conquering uncertainty and the unexpected elevates us to our greatest potential. I don't believe our invisible wings need to come from a lover, job promotions, or physical possessions, but rather they sprout from profound fulfillment and freedom to experience oneself as we really are. Hollywood got it all wrong when they made love stories about falling in love with someone else. Perhaps the real happy ending is finding this internal peace on our quest to love ourselves. The challenge is that caterpillars, much like us, are not born with manuals on how to run things smoothly, which is why I write my own through journal entries as often as possible. I've seen an overwhelming amount of Instagram posts and TikTok videos with conventional wisdom on how to achieve said self-love. And a part of me wonders how many of those people posting how-tos feel enough internal peace to be giving advice on the matter. Maybe I'm cynical, but usually those giving the pieces of advice are the ones who need to hear it most. Are we just the blind leading the blind? I'm writing this one for myself today, take what you want. This year, I'm on a quest to find inner peace and want to bask in the sweetness of solitude every minute I get, a mood I've gotten cozy with these last few weeks while home in Connecticut. Experiencing comfort in your own existence means you can sit with your thoughts and enjoy yourself, regardless of where you are or who you're with. You're always in good company if you take time to cultivate a relationship with yourself. In London, I was freshly brokenhearted and decided to put myself out there, both literally and figuratively, going out on a daily basis to be the moody writer sitting at the bar, journaling alone into the wee hours of the night. My philosophy was, if I meet someone, great. If not, great. I'll enjoy myself regardless. Maybe if I hadn't had such a solitary childhood, I wouldn't be as fond of being alone as I am, but I found that most of my weaknesses have transformed into strengths, or in the very least, into opportunities for growth. Over the years, I've improvised my way around the world with a journal and a camera in hand, feeling as though everything would be all right. I had my back for the most part, and that was the bottom line. I've met a few people who can't take themselves out to dinner or even sit alone without scrolling on their phones. And I always wonder, how do they even know what they're feeling or thinking if they never take time to really listen? How can we react to anything strategically if we don't know who we are? Maybe the key to improvisation that helps you squeeze the most juice out of life is being not only aware of yourself, but comfortable enough to know, deep down, you'll always make sure you're okay. It's knowing that even in the worst case scenario, you've got you, and that's the best you can do. Plus, if you've got you, you can start helping others too. And that is it for the day. I definitely feel like a coil is in my brain, and I just wanna press a button and unravel it, but I think that's just snot. <laughs> If you like this episode, don't forget to share it with a friend who might relate and needs to lean into their improv skills. I really do believe improvising and being able to react on a whim in like in a quick way is a superpower and 
it's gotten me many, many opportunities in my life. And it stemmed from like this darkness. Like I said, it stemmed from me not feeling like I fit in. It's looking at a room, looking at the variables, analyzing the characters in the scene, and then thinking about everybody's motivations or your perception of their motivations and being of service to everybody's potential goals. And then if you can do that within like 30 seconds or less, you're killing it. You're killing the improv, you're killing the scene. It's also uplifting others next to you, like when they win, you win kind of an attitude. Because usually others can snuff out competitive energy or like jealous vibes. And that is never a good look for anyone. I'm thinking about the chemistry test I did to get the Netflix show. And it was basically that, like the reason I got that was because I was just there to like, help people win and then I guess the producers saw that and of course there's much more than just that but for the most part it was improving. it was like building chemistry with somebody you just met 10 seconds ago and there is an art to chemistry that is it's a skill that you can gain and I think improv is also a skill that you can you can grow and gain. So slide up in my DMs at Joe underscore Franco. Let me know what you think about this whole improv versus planning debate. Are you more of an improviser? Are you more of a planner? Or are you like me who has an intense plan but loves improvising along the way? Now I'm gonna go drink some tea and close my mouth after I edit this so I can heal these sad little vocal cords. I will see you tomorrow. Have an above average day because you deserve it. Take your vitamins. Hey, yo, come listen to my girl, man. What you doing? Shit. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.